Welcome to The Great People Show, your guide to greatness, your GPS to excellence. Here's your host, J.J. White. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to The Great People Show. I am your host, J.J. White, and in the studio with me here this morning is Kelsey. Hi, Kelsey. Good morning. I'm having a great morning. How was your morning? It's good because I got coffee. Are you grateful for coffee? I am very grateful for coffee. Tell the world how thankful you are for coffee. I am so thankful (laughs) for this coffee, and it helps me wake up every single morning and be productive. Well, thank thank the coffee for waking you up. (laughs) Today's show is about gratitude, and uh, clearly this is one of the more important topics when it comes to becoming great at anything in this world, Um, but we have to focus really hard today on not talking about the obvious, because I, I don't think there's anybody in the world that would debate in order to be happy, in order to be great, in order to be successful, any of the above, we have to have an attitude of gratitude. Wow, that just rhymed. An attitude of gratitude, but we also have to be able to express that on a regular basis. Nobody's going to debate that. That, that is the absolute obvious. So this cannot be a show on talking about that water is wet. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, we, 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 need to, we, we need to motivate our audience to actually think and do something different as a result of this. We, we can't just be, duh, of course, of course I should be more thankful. Of course I should be more, more grateful. Um, my personal confession on this topic is I have to work hard to be grateful. And I, I'm not sure exactly why. Do you? Do you or does it come natural for you or are you a naturally grateful person? Um, I think it does now. Um, it used to be not. I think Why? It, I got called out on it, Ooh. but I didn't say thank you. Okay. And then I was like, oh my gosh. And that was one of those pivotal moments that just kind of flipped my life around. So How did I- you get called out? So you, it sounds like you didn't say thank you and someone was like, mm-mm. No, you're going to thank me for this. Yeah. I mean, it was it was something simple and he was like, you never say thank you. And I was like, no. Eh. Sorry. Was this a was this a significant other? Uh, at the time, yes. Oh! Boy, that makes it even more painful, I think, right? Eh, it was in high school. It doesn't really count. Well, it does count. <laughs> it counts because you're sitting here on the radio telling thousands of people that this yes. was a, a a defining moment for you. This was it a pitiful time. Pi- a pitiful. Maybe it was pitiful. pitiful. It was pitiful. I wanted to say pivotal, but it could have been pitiful. <laughs> a pivotal time in your abilities to do something different. Uh, and here's my here's my thank you story. Uh, about four years ago, maybe it was three, three or four years ago, we had a gentleman working for us by the name of Fraser Hughes, um, one of the most dynamic, wild, and crazy guys you'll ever meet. And what was really special about Fraser was he said thank you almost any time you did something, whether it was for him. Or it was just doing something in general. And at first, when he first started working for us, I was like, man, you say thank you a lot. And it, it, maybe it was a defining moment for me because I realized, wow, why does that, why does, why did I even notice that he says it a lot? Why does that bother, bother me? Mm-hmm. And I, and I realized I didn't do it. I mean, I do it some, like probably most people, you just say thank you every once in a while, but he said it all the time. So I, I obtained the habit of saying thank you, and I think I've actually probably slipped back a lot because there was there was a lot of accountability when you're around someone a lot that says thank you a lot. 
um, almost competitive. Like, I'm going to be able to say thank you more than you can say thank you. <laughs> and so thanking people for just about anything is like the bare minimum to create that kind of energy in your own life and mm-hmm. the energy between you and someone else. Because I think we live in a very thankless world. I think there's just so much expected. There's just so much that's just obvious. That's the status quo that we just don't thank people enough we don't go extra mm-hmm. for thanking people. And a lot of people, they'll be like, oh, I'm just doing my job. But, you know, thank you for still doing your job. Yeah. <laughs> it's interesting. I've heard that a lot. It's like, why should I thank them for doing that? That's their job. Mm-hmm. I hear that. I still hear that a whole lot. So it's, it, so maybe it's not a, as obvious as water is wet Yeah. for, for a lot of people. Um, but when you, really, when you really realize that you have to work hard and, and thank people for this, the, the average things that you think they're doing, then you have to, you you have to make that change. That's that's and that's hard to do. Um, I have a question about gratitude. Is gratitude does does gratitude show up in our life merely as a thought in our head because we just don't happen to have a negative thought in our head at that moment? Because I think and here's my point. I think negative thoughts dominate our mind. Mm-hmm. I think um, not everyone's like this. I'd be curious to find out what percentage of the world is like this that. We walk around with such high expectations of people that them just doing what they're supposed to do is not good enough. So it's hard for us to be grateful about that. We're we're finding the little things like, yeah, you know, you did about 98% of it right, but this little part here, Mm -hmm. you kind of screwed that up or that could have been a little bit better. So therefore, let's keep working harder. Mm -hmm. Oh, but what about thank you for the other 98%? Mm -hmm. Well, you know, we don't want to give them too much credit. If 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 we if we say thank you, good job, then we left out that two percent mm-hmm. that they didn't do well, and they'll think that they did a hundred percent well. So therefore, I can't be grateful for that. And that's just one example. But I'm curious, I'm curious what you think about this, Kelsey. If gratitude tends to only show up in our mind because we're just not thinking about something negative at the time. You can tell me if I'm crazy or not. I mean, we've, we, we've established <laughs> ourselves on this show well enough that you can disagree and tell me I'm an idiot. No, I don't think you're an idiot and I don't think you're crazy. That but was the right answer. <laughs> Got to keep the, the relationship going here. Um, but I think not not always because maybe you're, you you say thank you, but you don't really mean to or like. Uh, you mean there's just no there's no. Uh, uh, Sincerity behind it. Yeah. Like you're not going to say anything negative, but you're not going to be sincere about saying thank you. So like like an example, um, you're out at dinner and the waitress comes and she brings you the, it's not what you ordered. Mm -hmm. Some people, they may not say like, oh, this isn't what I ordered. They might just say, oh, thank you. And just kind of like, oh, hesitate a little bit. And then just suck Is that like getting a speeding ticket? Thank you, officer. (laughs) For doing, thank you for doing your job. Yeah. I mean, how do you, how do you really feel at that moment? I don't. (laughs) <laughs> I've done that. I mean, I guess I've just confessed I've gotten a couple speeding tickets. Oh, me too. Um, but I do I do thank people for doing their job mm-hmm. because they do have thankless jobs in, they do. in, in many parts. Dangerous jobs. Um, I, I, I know I can speak for myself on this topic, and, and certainly others have spoken that we've either, we've either talked to about this topic or on our social media posts for this week, which there's quite a few of them, is that I rarely spend time on being grateful. It's not something that is a big part of the time in my day. Um, it's just not something frequently in my head. My natural thoughts 
are either neutral or negative. And I think of the neutral thoughts are the ones that I'm just, oh, I'm just, you know, kind of pluck, I'm busting out this project, these emails, making these phone calls, uh, or negative, something just went wrong, and I'm like, gone it. Yeah, in, mm-hmm. rather than saying, well, you know, I should be at least thankful for this other other piece that happened, rather yeah. than just only focusing on the negative. I think that's where the compliment sandwich comes in. You're doing really, really well. Oh, I'm at hungry this, now, and I really, tell me about the sandwich. <laughs> I could say, um, JJ, I really appreciate you printing out our notes for today's show. But next time, do you think <laughs> that you could print them out, uh, print double sided, so we save paper? But, See, my, my next thought really on that appreciate... is like, why would you do that? That's crazy. <laughs> but I really appreciate you doing it for me every time we have a show every week. Well, you're welcome. Compliment sandwich. You're welcome. We're going to talk more about the sandwich when we come back from our break <laughs> and how much JJ has to work really hard to be grateful. We're talking about gratitude. You're listening to The Great People Show. Caitlin and Brad had always seen their parents as boring adults, until their family stayed at the Omni Homestead. Once Dad went full desperado during horseback riding and Mom left them in the dust while hiking the Cascades Gorge, they learned to never underestimate an inner child. How might staying at Omni affect you? From hay rides to mountain biking, choose a different adventure every day with our adventure package. To learn more and book your next stay, visit theomnihomestead.com. The Omni Homestead Resort. Never stay the same. Before the book, How to Win Friends and Influence People was the Dale Carnegie course. Now, after 104 years, over 8 million people experience Dale Carnegie courses. People like Warren Buffett and Ronald Reagan. The Dale Carnegie Experience uses proven techniques to permanently unlock the potential of top talent, making individuals into inspiring leaders and groups into high-performing teams, while reducing the financial and emotional costs of employee turnover. For more information, visit DaleCarnegieRichmond.com. That's DaleCarnegieRichmond.com. Jacqueline and Nick thought they knew everything there was to know about each other. But after staying at the Omni Homestead, where they discovered Nick was a natural in a kayak and Jacqueline had a zest for ziplining, they realized every journey is a chance to discover something new. How might staying at Omni affect you? From unlimited golf to intimate dining and romantic spa retreats, visit theomnihomestead.com to find the perfect package for your next getaway. The Omni Homestead Resort. Never stay the same. All right, we're back here on The Great People Show. I'm JJ. To be a part of today's show, call us in the studio, 804-454-1366. We're talking about gratitude, how it's critical for greatness. We would love to hear your thoughts and stories on what are you grateful for? How do you express that gratitude? And what gets in your way of being more grateful? Because I mentioned before we went to our, our break that I have to work hard to be grateful. And and I'm not sure why. It's just it's never been a natural part of my my psyche. Um I think my tendency, maybe our tendency, is to only feel grateful when something special happens to us. Like we're just kind of sitting waiting for gratitude to be poured upon us before I poured upon someone else. Mm-hmm. Uh, Christmas is great time of that. 
<laughs> One of my favorite times of Christmas is when you get to decide who's getting a present. <laughs> well, let's see. They didn't get us anything for the last two years. <laughs> so maybe we shouldn't get them anything this year. Mm-hmm. Does that does that has that ever happened to you where you go through that decision? Oh, yeah, process? it happens in our family a lot, especially uh, my mom has nine brothers and sisters. Oh, wow. So that's kind of like, oh, where do we draw the line? <laughs> but the, the pocketbook will decide where you draw the line. Yeah, exactly. Your paycheck. Um, so I, I'm I, I'm very I, I, I'm very serious about this. That we only feel grateful when something happens to us because I think that's really what holds us back from being more grateful is we aren't noticing things about other people. We aren't noticing uh, the situations around us. We uh, And we were talking about this earlier when we were talking about the show is the selfishness gets in our way. Mm-hmm. Um, now, there's always that opportunity for you to surround and say to yourself, gosh, Kelsey, you're awesome. <laughs> <laughs> or, or for me to say to myself, you know what, J.J.? You're pretty daggone good. I'm grateful for you being you, buddy. <laughs> Reading our own press releases, um, probably not a good idea. But you got to start somewhere. Um, and, and here's an example. Say someone randomly bakes you cookies for no reason, at least no reason to your knowledge, and, and brings them to you at work. It, it, you know, there's no reason you're aware of. Do you express gratitude? Absolutely. Somebody mm-hmm. just brought you cookies. Your first reaction should be, wow, thank you. Mm-hmm. And most people would say, why did you bake me cookies? It's like, <laughs> yeah. You know, it's not even a thank you, you're special, and just eat the cookies and let it go. It's like you don't even know why. Like mm-hmm. it is so unusual for it, for people to do these random acts of kindness because you're saying, why did you bake these cookies? But what you're thinking is, what do you want? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> especially with parents. Oh, why? Why are your parents? Because if you do something out of the way, they're like, hmm, what do you want? What are you trying to do? What are you trying to buy? Whatever. All of the above. I have to remember <laughs> this when I bake you cookies. <laughs> Actually, the cookies that I'll bake will come from a box. Um, so the question I have for, for our audience is, um, especially in this situation where someone, are doing, someone is doing random acts of, of kindness, is what gratitude have you expressed towards that person before they did that for you? Are you literally waiting around for people to do things for you out of the ordinary before you express some sort of gratitude towards them? And I would, I would wager to say, yes, you're just waiting. Because we do not carry around with us on a regular basis an attitude of gratitude. And what is that? I mean, what is an attitude of gratitude? I mean, how do you just kind of go on standby and just wait for these amazing things to be felt by you towards other people? It's almost weird to even talk about that. Mm-hmm. It's just not. Am I, am I the only one? Am I the only, Am I becoming a grumpy old man? <laughs> a little bit before your time, maybe. Well, I'm glad to hear that was a good compliment. <laughs> I'm glad. To, I'm glad you said that because you could have said, "Yeah, it's about that time." <laughs> I like that. Um. You know, we're waiting for these these trigger events to show up, and we we have to be more intentional about our our gratitude. Um, we said this at the top of the show. This can't be about talking. This can't. We can't talk about water being wet. We know everything is better with gratitude, but we rarely do it. Uh, Charles Dickens said, "Reflect upon your present blessings, of which every man has plenty, not." On your past misfortunes, 
of which all men have some. So if you really looked at your day, you looked at your life, you looked at your family, and we saw that all over Facebook. Oh my gosh. We asked, what are people grateful for? Family, 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 family. Mm -hmm. That if you really, really did an inventory, a tiny percentage of everything that is in you right now is a misfortune. And most of us have been able to get past these misfortunes anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, and the only way we get past the misfortunes is if we have a, a time in our life where we're just cruising. Everything's okay. That's the time to be thankful, isn't it? Because the other top thing that we heard was I'm thankful for life. Now, how many How many of you wake up every day and say, yes, I made it. <laughs> I made it through the night. I didn't die in my sleep. Sweet. Right? Mm-hmm. I mean, how grateful are we? Most of us are waking up going, oh, do I really have to do this again? Can I get five more minutes? Where's that coffee at, Kelsey? Yes, <laughs> that's what I'm thinking about, making coffee. With your big 64 ounces of Dunkin' Donuts caramel macchiato with an extra pump. K2 over here, our producer, <laughs> has about 128 ounces. I'm not sure which cup's bigger. One's skinnier than the other. Hers KT, let me have your let me have your coffee. Let's see what we got. Who's this taller? Let's see here. Let's go to Facebook Live. Facebook Live. Which one's bigger? You gotta hold them together. I want our engineers in the audience to look here to see which one is it skinny and tall or is it fat and short? Which one's bigger? Here you go. K two's giving me this look like give me my coffee back. So we have two Kelseys. For those of you that have not heard the show often or, or at the right time, we have two Kelseys. I've got K K one is our host co host. Actually, I should just call her the host. And the K two is our producer. We'll get K2 on the line here in a little bit. Yeah, it doesn't have how many ounces in it, in it so. Uh, who cares? <laughs> Let's just be naive about the whole subject. Um, so back to this Charles Dickens quote is that, uh, and, and I saw this from a lot of people. People keep a gratitude journal because we don't notice the good things that are happening in our life. Mm-hmm. We don't notice the great things that are going on in our life. We're certainly not very observant of the great things that are going on in someone else's life. And yet the one thing that we never miss is when someone is – grateful to us right they show us gratitude we're like oh yeah thank you i appreciate it. yeah thanks for the thank you yeah mm-hmm. it feels good to me or some people can't accept it some people are not good at accepting it by the way brandon says that your coffee's bigger yes asher says the dunkin donuts mug is bigger so we're tied facebook live audience we're tied on the size of the the, yes, the drinks but asher also admits that he's never been good at judging volume. you know speaking of asher asher is the general manager here at the radio sta- uh, radio station he did something amazing for us this week because we've talked on the show how this show is everywhere. Like you go to a social media platform, we're there. We're even snapping now, okay? Snapchat. For those of you with an Amazon Echo, you can say, Alexa, play the Great People Show podcast, and boom, you got it. I mean, <laughs> we are in your house. Alexa is just sitting there waiting to give you our show. <laughs> I mean, this is absolutely amazing. Try it. There's 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 people in the audience right now going, hold on a second. Alexa, play the Great People Show. You can try Siri on your phone. We're everywhere. I, actually, I don't know that that works. We'll have to test it. Because, see, we're we're tied into Alexa now. Like, this is something special we had to do. We, had to, <laughs> we have to have a contract negotiation with Alexa. <laughs> so, Chris on Facebook says the non-insulated cup would hold more volume of liquid. What is your measure of larger? Chris, the CPA in the group, of course, he's going to get all technical with us. <laughs> Thank you, Chris. Thanks, Chris. Um Zig Ziglar, probably one of the biggest pioneers of gratitude and attitude that ever walked the face of the the earth. 
He says, gratitude is the healthiest of all human emotions. The more you express gratitude for what you have, the more likely you will have even more to express gratitude for. I mean, you literally, it's like the, the, the chain in the, excuse me, the link in the chain. The link in the chain is gratitude. If you, if you lo- loosen up, lighten up, eliminate, reduce the amount of gratitude, whatever goal you're going for, whatever you're trying to achieve, I guarantee it's going to get further away. Mm-hmm. Um, the other big piece of gratitude is it never includes just you. Mm-hmm. It never includes just you. Gratitude is a team effort. We said just a few minutes ago, you can certainly give yourself a lot of gratitude. Mm-hmm. We do that a lot already. But real gratitude only exists when other people are involved. Now, this show is about creating the best version of you, especially for the people around you. And there's nothing that's going to get you to greatness faster than expressing gratitude towards people. The reason gratitude is probably the top reason for greatness is that it creates a loyal following. Just try this on for size, audience. If you're on Facebook Live, you're listening to us on 97.7 The Answer here in Richmond, wherever you are, podcasting it on iTunes during your workout. We know that happens. <laughs> is just, just, just humor me for a, for a day and go out of your freaking way to say thank you to as many people as you can. And don't just say thank you. Find something special about them and specific they've done and say, you probably don't realize this, but you are X and just see what happens to you. Mm -hmm. And I'm thankful that you are X. Oh, see, now you're you're making me work harder. We said earlier that gratitude Mm -hmm. is hard for me. Now you're making it even harder for me, Kelsey. (laughs) It seems a little bit more personal that way. It does seem a lot more personal. So we'd like you to be part of the show today. We're talking about gratitude. Uh, please call us and talk to us about what you're grateful for, how you express that gratitude, be an inspiration to our audience. Call in and be an inspiration to our audience. That's what we're looking for. Maybe you want to use our our show as a vehicle just to express gratitude towards some people. Or maybe you're challenged by it. Maybe you, you, you just can't find the reason why you can't express enough gratitude. We'll call and please call us and talk to us about that. The show is 804-454-1366. And we will give you the platform. I mean, that's what this show is. This show is the platform for you to be able to become great at anything that you want. This show was created so that you could find that thing that you're looking for and do more things the right way to achieve that. And we've already talked today that gratitude is the key element in that. Because as Zig Ziglar said, the more you express gratitude for what you have, the more likely you will have even more to express gratitude for. Call the show 804-454-1366. When we come back, we will be taking callers to talk about gratitude. You are listening to and very grateful for the great <laughs> people show. Caitlin and Brad had always seen their parents as boring adults. 
until their family stayed at the Omni homestead. Once dad went full desperado during horseback riding and mom left them in the dust while hiking the Cascades Gorge, they learned to never underestimate an inner child. How might staying at Omni affect you? From hay rides to mountain biking, choose a different adventure every day with our adventure package. To learn more and book your next stay, visit theomnihomestead.com. The Omni Homestead Resort. Never stay the same. Before the book, How to Win Friends and Influence People was the Dale Carnegie Course. Now, after 104 years, over 8 million people experience Dale Carnegie Courses. People like Warren Buffett and Ronald Reagan. The Dale Carnegie Experience uses proven techniques to permanently unlock the potential of top talent, making individuals into inspiring leaders and groups into high-performing teams, while reducing the financial and emotional costs of employee turnover. For more information, visit DaleCarnegieRichmond.com. That's DaleCarnegieRichmond.com. Jacqueline and Nick thought they knew everything there was to know about each other. But after staying at the Omni Homestead, where they discovered Nick was a natural in a kayak and Jacqueline had a zest for ziplining, they realized every journey is a chance to discover something new. How might staying at Omni affect you? From unlimited golf to intimate dining and romantic spa retreats, visit theomnihomestead.com to find the perfect package for your next getaway. The Omni Homestead Resort. Never stay the same. Welcome back to The Great People Show. We're taking callers to talk about gratitude. We have on the line Angie from Richmond. Angie, what up? Hi, Jason. How are you? I am fantastic. Angie, to get this party started, what are you grateful for? I am grateful for my Heavenly Father, for His grace and mercy, because I am not perfect, and Mm -hmm. I understand that, and... A lot of people seem to think that that's the way it's supposed to be, but I'm not perfect. Mm-hmm. And without his grace and mercy to get me through the day, to be able to get up in the morning and offer those same graces and mercy to other people, it, that's what you're grateful for, to be able to wake up and give somebody else an opportunity to build upon themselves and make them a little bit better. It's interesting you say the opportunity to build others. I mean, we have so many opportunities, don't we? Yes. I, I, I heard a statistic one time, no idea if it's true, that even the most introverted person in the world has an opportunity to impact the lives of 10,000 people in a lifetime. And Angie, I got to yes. tell you, you don't come across as the introverted type. <laughs> so I think your number, you're, you're, you're hitting 100 to 200,000 people in a life. And with that attitude, you might be up to a half a million by the time you're, you're said and done with. Mm-hmm. Now, well, have you, it, go ahead. When you have the opportunity, your opportunity just does not mean adult. Your opportunity also means children. Mm-hmm. So when you walk a certain way and you act a certain way, they see these things. Not all the time your opportunity has to be a verbal thing. It can just be your persona, yeah. how you handle things. Because because um, I work in the public school system. I had one little girl, she learned from me that when it was a problem, she went over and started nurturing her friends when they had a problem. Wow. Okay, it's okay. Let's talk about this. Aww. What's going on? And she would give hugs. The girl was a hugger. I love her. But, and that's how you affect people. You learn. Children pick up what you show them. How old is she? Um, at the time, she was four. Unbelievable. She's a gorgeous six-year-old now. Four? So, mm-hmm. Wow. 
Is she? Uh, do you do you still uh, have contact with her? Do you still see her? No, she's actually okay. in another school. Okay, I just I'm her... just curious if she's like even more so now because mm-hmm. the one thing that I, I worry about Angie is that that some people are have that gratefulness and they're born that way and then society kind of like knocks it out of them over time. Mm-hmm. Actually, they don't really knock it out; it suppresses itself. Mm. And when the opportunity comes for it to come out, it'll come out and it'll come out in a big wave. Yeah. And then they'll then they'll come back to them, and they'll still pick it up and still become that person they used to be. It'll be a little rough around the edges, but it happens. And tell me about your story. Have you always been this way? Have you always had that attitude of gratitude? Uh, yes and no. <laughs> <laughs> I can honestly say yes and no. Um, I didn't at first. When I first got out of college, I was like, yeah, I did this all on my own. I did this all on my own. It was all me. It was all me. Okay. And then my bottom fell out. Mm. I lost my job. Mm. I was unemployed for about four years. That was about the time when I first met you. So I was unemployed for four years, but I knew what I wanted to do. As you know, I wanted to go into training and development. Mm-hmm. The bottom fell out. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I had to reevaluate what I was, who I was, and what I was doing. Yeah. And he slowly started opening doors for me again. After I surrendered myself, because I had to surrender, get off my, it's all about me, and give the glory back to him. Yeah, that surrender was taking as much of you out of the equation as you could. Mm -hmm. Right. But not too much, because you have to protect yourself. But enough. I I surrendered my all to him, so he gave me the the protection that I needed to go through any situation. Hmm. Because once I surrendered to him, anything, all the doors started opening. Yeah. So he started putting me in places where he needed me to be so I could see. So I went from one daycare to another daycare, and then he had me rest at one daycare because he was working some things out that I didn't realize he was working out. I was miserable at the daycare, but I got up. I kept going, okay, Lord. (laughs) All right, it's on you because I can't even tell (laughs) So this attitude of gratitude was growing inside of you. Yes. Yeah. And when – and. When I get to a point and I knew I had become content because he tells you to be content in your circumstances. Yep. And it got to a point where I was so content with where I was. He came to me. I, I, I don't, it was just like he came to me and said, you won't be here in the fall. Now, if I could ask okay. you real quick, you said that this contentness, the contentmentness. Maybe I just made up that word. Angie, we make up a lot of words on this show, by the way. We, it's okay. We've always felt that the alphabet is free, and therefore we should be able to use it however we want to. Um, sure. So on on this contentness, I'm adding more words now. Um, how does that extinguish the flame of gratitude or try to extinguish that flame of gratitude by just saying it, everything's it okay? It doesn't. It shouldn't, right? It shouldn't. It, it, it should never. It should actually build a fire because with your contentment brings you humility, and your humility br- brings you more close to that gratitude that you're thankful for everything that he has done for you. That fan is flaming, and the more your gratitude, the more you're grateful for his grace and mercy and everything that he does for you, he opens up so many more doors for you. So Angie, what you I, have never had any possibility of knowing. What I hear you saying is you don't you don't tie your gratitude towards uh, just imperfect people. 
that you're tying your gratitude towards something much bigger than you. And I and I and I think that's where a lot of people lose sight of things is they they try to tie everything to imperfect people. And no one's going to, you know, I mean no one's going to be perfect. No one's going to do everything right all the time and if we and if we put everything in them, they're always going to let us down. And it's very hard to express gratitude towards people when we are not only getting let down, but in, in many ways, we're expecting them to let us down. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're, you're, it sounds like you rise above all of that. It's, it's been a long road, but yes. Yeah. Because the way I was raised, you look for the greatness in everybody. And if it doesn't have greatness, even if it's just, as they say, a mustard seed worth, it's there. Yeah. How do you cultivate that mustard seed to grow for them to realize they have the greatness and to, to build upon their greatness. And you have to look for it. And that those are your key words there. We have to look for that. It's it's not going to jump out for a lot of people. No. No, it, it's it, not. Their, 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 their poor behavior will jump out. Mm-hmm. But the good thing is very hidden in a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And we have to take the time to find that out. So that means you're probably yes. building a lot of relationships along the way, aren't you? Just trying to figure people out. Yes, and I and I've also found that people are drawn to me, <laughs> and I don't. It's not something I plan. People are just drawn to me, and I try to give them not a whole lot, but a piece of me. So if they don't, even if they're people come into your life for a reason and a season, as mm-hmm. I say, a reason, season, a lifetime, or as some people say tree roots. Uh huh. Like a tree, because you have the people that are there that are your foundation, your roots that are always be there, no matter what's going on. They'll always be there. Yeah. Then you have the branches. I think it was Tyler Perry who said it. Then you have the people that are branches that are there. They're a part of you. They want to be a part of you. They're always going to be there. What? And then you have the people that are leaves that just come and go as the seasons change. Yeah. And sometimes we wish those leaves would leave. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and sometimes we do, and and it just becomes. They have to get what they're supposed to get from you before they can leave. Yeah. And and and, and if we're not and, exercising these gifts though, they'll never get that from us. I mean, right. we, we have to be ex- it's like it's like our muscles. We have to exercise our attitude the same way. We have to be prepared to give people everything mm-hmm. they need whether regardless of we're prepared or not. Yes. And the other thing is is we have to remember that Our attitude, when you say attitude, our attitude affects everything we do. So if we had an argument at home with our spouse, I don't have a spouse, but I'm going to say somebody that you you have an argument with your wife at home. Mm -hmm. And then you take that argument to Dale Carney, you take it out on everybody in the office, now everybody in the office has that negative persona for the day. That's bad. And And it rolls... It rolls, and, and you know, and, and Angie, it may roll. It may roll for days, weeks, and months. Mm-hmm. Those yes. are the kind of things that just keeps on rolling. Yeah, because that's not the. It's, it's probably not going to be the last time it happens either, is it? No, but and it also works vice versa. Mm-hmm. But what I've come to understand is, when I get to work, I say a prayer in the morning. I get to work, I say another prayer. Go, Lord, this is your day. Mm. I'm going to leave everything that's bothering me here in the car. If it's from home, I'm leaving it in the car. I don't want to pick it back up until I get back in the car. And boom, I don't take it with me to work. If I'm in pain or in, and no matter what's going on, I try to do my best because putting your best foot forward yeah. 
makes everybody it makes the day a little bit happier. Well, and I've said this on the show before. We have to we have to put our best foot forward because in many ways we're surrounded by people that are trying to take that away from us. Mm-hmm. Our time, yep. our energy, our focus, our attitude, and they don't mean to. In many cases, they're just trying to get stuff from us. And if we're and if we're given too much, especially too much of the good stuff. We're not left with anything for ourselves. It sounds like you're in this perpetual cycle of replenishment, mm-hmm. of refueling right. yourself. I love that. Angie, I have a question. Has sure. anyone ever said thank you for you being thankful? Believe it or not, I have a church sister that is that way. And since we've, I've been at the church I've met now almost 10 years, and I used to, I used to, she's a musician as well. So I would watch her kids and her kids mean a lot to me too. They're like extended part of my own family. Mm. And sometimes she'll just walk up to me and go, start singing, thank you for being you. And I'm like, yeah, you can't sing that song. I'm not Jesus. She's like, but thank you for being you and everything you are because God made me that way. And Mm. that's something you have to realize because God made you the way he are for a specific reason and for a specific purpose to maximize his glory. Well, Angie, I can tell you one thing. By being on our show tonight, today, this morning, for the last seven or eight minutes, you have maximized your glory by Mm -hmm. just sharing this with so many people and being an inspiration to others. It'll travel on forever because if anybody right now says that has an an echo that says, play the Great People Show podcast, they're (laughs) going to hear Angie rocking the house. Angie, thank you so much for being on the show today. Thank you for having me. It Thanks, was a Andy. pleasure. And thank you, thank you, thank you. We love you. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Thanks, All right. Bye. 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 We're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to be taking more callers. 804-454-1366. You are listening to and thankful for The Great People Show. Caitlin and Brad had always seen their parents as boring adults, until their family stayed at the Omni Homestead. Once Dad went full desperado during horseback riding and Mom left them in the dust while hiking the Cascades Gorge, they learned to never underestimate an inner child. How might staying at Omni affect you? From hayrides to mountain biking, choose a different adventure every day with our adventure package. To learn more and book your next stay, visit theomnihomestead.com. The Omni Homestead Resort. Never stay the same. Before the book, How to Win Friends and Influence People was the Dale Carnegie course. Now, after 104 years, over 8 million people experience Dale Carnegie courses. People like Warren Buffett and Ronald Reagan. The Dale Carnegie Experience uses proven techniques to permanently unlock the potential of top talent, making individuals into inspiring leaders and groups into high-performing teams, while reducing the financial and emotional costs of employee turnover. For more information, visit DaleCarnegieRichmond.com. That's DaleCarnegieRichmond.com. Jacqueline and Nick thought they knew everything there was to know about each other. But after staying at the Omni Homestead, where they discovered Nick was a natural in a kayak and Jacqueline had a zest for ziplining, they realized every journey is a chance to discover something new. How might staying at Omni affect you? From unlimited golf to intimate dining and romantic spa retreats, visit theomnihomestead.com to find the perfect package for your next getaway. The Omni Homestead Resort. Never stay the same. Oh, I want something just like 
All right, we are in the studio, 97.7 FM in Richmond, The Answer, Facebook Live, taking callers on the subject of gratitude, 804-454-1366, and we have on the line to talk to us about gratitude is Jen. Welcome to the show, Jen. Hey, how are you? I'm I'm thankful to be here. How are you? <laughs> I'm also thankful. So what are your thoughts on this whole subject of, of, of gratitude? What do you think? So I feel like having this, um, you know, gratitudinous attitude is, uh, <laughs> it's like a, it's a foundation of, um, of our relationships. It's really a cornerstone of, uh, our, I guess our personalities and it can be learned. I heard you say that you, you yeah. don't have this like natural inclination towards it. Um, and I think it can be learned with a conscious effort, but it's so important and it's such a, you know, a cornerstone foundational premise of our, of our very beings and our relationships with each other and really our whole, um, our whole experience in the world that yeah. we see our lives. And we're, and we're, we're, we're wired for it, but I, I, I think so. It, it just doesn't show up as much as it should, I think in this world. Um, I think it's, I think it's been kind of beaten out of us in this particular day and age. I don't see it. Um, you know, and I was raised with it, so I give credit to my mama. Um, <laughs> But I think it gets beaten out of us a lot in this fast-paced world. I mean, it's just, it's easy to forget to say thank you or, yeah. you know, to forget or to, you know, be rushed through your day so that you don't take the time to acknowledge something the way that perhaps you should. Yeah. You were, uh, when when you responded to our Facebook post this week on um, how do you express gratitude, you had an amazing comment about the five love languages, which I was actually kind of surprised that no one else had brought that up. I'm, yeah. I'm pretty familiar with it. I was exposed to it years ago. And when you, when you posted it, I was like, oh my gosh, that's right. This is like the <laughs> toolkit here. Mm-hmm. So just share with our audience your point of view on it and, and how we can benefit from this. Um, so basically, and you'll probably, I'm so silly, I can't even think of all five of them at this point. Um, but it's how we all relate to each other and the way that we express and acknowledge um, displays of love, affection, gratitude, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Um, and this isn't just related to you and your spouse. It's, I mean, it's related to, you know, how I speak to my mother or my child mm-hmm. or my friends. Um, you know, and for me personally, and I think it's because of the way that I was brought up, you know, it's acts of giving, you know, small gifts. Yeah. Um, you know, so there are times when I'll, you know, buy coffee for the person behind me, or, you know, if I see something cute for, you know, my husband, I, I pick that up. This is a little mm-hmm. like, Hey, I appreciate you. You know, here's a little tiny gift. And, um, and where does he you know, fall on the spectrum of the five languages? Does he, is gift giving one of his so that he appreciates it as much as you appreciate giving it to him? I don't know, honestly. I think his languages are more communicated towards, um, verbal affection and mm-hmm. touching. So mm-hmm. he, he would appreciate like a hug probably more than a gift. Yep. Um, so I've been trying to strike a balance. That's sort of why I started studying the five love languages to yeah. begin with, because I think that we do kind of speak different languages. Um, does, does he give you gifts? So, does he know your, your language? I don't, well, he does things for me. He, he does more like acts of service. He's acts of service guy. That I, okay. Yeah. And that's something that I react to probably even more so than, um, you know, a gift, but it's something that he is in the unique position to give me, yeah. you know, like I couldn't like the average person in the world wouldn't be able to, you know, 
perform acts of service for me the same way that my husband can make the bed or do the dishes or the laundry or something. Yeah. Right. (laughs) Yeah. It'd be awkward if random people in your life came over and said, you know, I'm going to make your bed because I know that's, that's, you know, how I express myself. I would take it. (laughs) (laughs) So there you go. Anybody that needs a expression of gratitude and you're into bed making. Jen Corbett, give her a ring. <laughs> Jen, that's so funny that we were talking about the love languages because when I saw your comment, I was like, JJ, she knows what the love languages is. Like, I've taken this. And I, um, I, when I took it, I sent it to my boyfriend immediately. And I was like, take this. <laughs> like, I need to know. Because uh, I need to know. Like, we had, we had just started. We had only been dating for a few months. So I was like, this is good. Then I'll really get to know each other. And it's so funny because right. his number five is my number one. We're like complete Ooh. opposites on the whole thing. But... It helped a lot because I realized, okay, maybe he doesn't want a gift, but he'd rather like he'd rather uh, have a hug, like touch or um, sure. acts of service or something like that. So it, honestly, it is it's helped a lot, and it really gives you a lot of insight into whoever whoever you're you're taking it with. It really does, and it's um, it's kind of brought me out because I think I mentioned in my comments, JJ. You know, I'm not a super verbal person, which I'm sure you can tell as I'm just chatting away. Um, <laughs> But I, I struggle with like finding the words, you know, because he is so verbal and he'll say, you know, I really appreciate that you did this. You know, we're in the process of, or in the process of buying our house right now. And he's like, oh, I'm so appreciative that you're doing this and like getting these papers together for the, you know, the loan office. And I'm like, oh, I didn't even think about that. But yeah. like, it was nice of him to say, I really appreciate that you're taking the time out of your day to do this. Or, you know, I really appreciate that you went to go pick up the kids today. Or, you know, he's a lot more verbal than I am. Mm-hmm. And I'm, uh, it's given me the opportunity to try to get better at expressing my gratitude verbally instead of just like, here's a cup of coffee. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, cause it, it doesn't resound with everybody. So it's, it's been a good growing experience to kind of discover those love languages and, and understand how other people um, will appreciate it because it, you can feel all the gratitude in the world, but if you haven't found a meaningful way to communicate it to the people that you want to communicate to, it's, it gets lost. Totally agree. I mean, the attitude for gratitude is critical, but it's the expression that really uh, makes it real in someone's life. I loved your comment about you had a customer. Tell us about the line of work you're in, just so that we have some context on this story. Uh, right now, I'm an auto repairer, and um, so we have a couple, you know, frequent flyers that come in, yeah. and Dad calls them his girlfriends. Oh, <laughs> there you, you go. Know, some older ladies that yeah. will come in, and he just kind of takes care of them. Um, so there was, you know, as an older lady, she's super sweet. I love her to death. And she, you know, she just wanted a little water bottle. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like the kind that you infuse fruit with, like you put the fruit or oh, yeah. mint leaves or whatever yeah. in the infuser. And she's like, I really want one of those. And, um, you know, she was just talking about how excited she was and all these different flavors she wanted to make. And so while she's talking, I mean, I had her address on file and I just sent her one, um, you know, because she comes in like every mm-hmm. Easter, every Christmas, every Valentine's Day, she comes in and she makes us little gift baskets. And, you know, mm-hmm. for every one of us, she makes a little gift basket. <laughs> and Jen, um, I think the reason I think this this story is so important for people to hear is you just did it. You, you, you did have to you had to notice it. You had to listen. You had to realize, oh, you know, I could actually just send this to her real quick. And I guarantee you she will never ever forget you for this. Mm-hmm. And I know that's not why you did it, but I, 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 I have had moments in my life where people, if something as simple as I mentioned a book and then all of a sudden they just ship it to me on Amazon. Like, <laughs> I can give you examples with the title of the book and who sent it to me. I can't even right. tell you like 98% of the other books that are on my shelf, <laughs> but I can remember <laughs> this one act of service that someone had to consciously notice 
and make action on it. And I think this this story is so powerful for our audience because think about all the opportunities we have just in a day to do that. Granted, we could go poor if we're not careful by buying everybody <laughs> everything they mentioned. Yes. But just one a day. I mean, I don't know how much that water bottle costs, but I mean, you can't put a price tag on making someone completely melt at the thought that someone was was caring about them that much or listening mm-hmm. to them that much. I, right. Like, just so that the audience could get a little, you know, so we could, you could brush off on us a little bit, Jen, just, you know, so we could get some Jen dust on us. Like, <laughs> h- how does, how does, how do the rest of us do more of what you just did in that story? Um, I think it just starts with a conscious effort. You know, I mean, I kind of, it's just ingrained in me at this point. You know, I wake up and it's just important to me to, to help people and make them feel good. Um, but, you know, you start with a conscious effort. Um, and one of the things I've, I think it's a huge uh, part of my personality at this point. But when I went to Sunday school as a kid, you know, and they were teaching us how to pray, they said, you know, never ask God for something before you thank him for everything else that you have. And so to this day, like that's, you know, it's how I pray, but it's also how I look at my whole life. Like, you know, how can I ask for something else before I think about all the things that I have? You know, and if you can think about everything that you have and you look at somebody who maybe doesn't have as much or is in need at this particular time, like, what are you doing that you can't share and lift them up to? Yeah. Dale Carnegie said, begin with uh, honest appreciation. And uh, it's honest not... Honest and sincere appreciation. Okay, we'll get into this semantics <laughs> later here. Um, it, and the point there is, um, no matter what you're doing, no matter who you're doing it for, whether you're asking them for something or just randomly having a conversation is, don't forget to be thankful first and to express that. To them, I, exactly. Jen, I had the exact same situation um, not just just a few years ago. Um, I don't know if it was a sermon I was listening to, or just you know, I listened to a lot of podcasts and whatnot. But they said, you know, don't wait for these trials and tribulations in your life, or when you need something from someone, especially if you're praying about it, to say, okay, this is what I need. This is what I need. It's like take any chance you get just to say thank you, mm-hmm. whether it be praying to God or just to other people. Just, just random acts of thank you just makes things, everything better, doesn't it? It does. And I, I think, I think it really, um, alters your, your mindset. I mean, it just makes you a, a more optimistic person, um, you know, as a citizen of the world, whereas you're, you know, this gratitude person, you're looking around and you're appreciating things. You're appreciating, you know, maybe your car broke down, but you have a car. Yep. You know, maybe you're having a bad week, but you still have a job, you know. Yep. Um, you choose to see, you know, the silver lining, so to speak. And it just makes you, I think, a more optimistic person. The world isn't out to get you. You, you see all the things that the world is, is doing with you and for you. Um, R- rather than to you. you. <laughs> right. <Yeah. laughs> you're no longer a victim. You, That's right. You know, the gratitude sort of makes puts you in control of, of your situation. Jen, thank you so much for being on the show. I mean, I, 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 of course I'm going to say that because we're talking about gratitude, <laughs> but I really do mean it. Thank you so much for, for coming on our radio show and sharing with the world just a few extra nuggets that we can take with us to make an impact on others. We appreciate you being here. Oh, absolutely. Thank you. Have a great Thanks, day. Thanks, Jen. Thank you. You too. So we have been – I could spend hours and hours talking about this because it is so – critical. And and Jen ended that conversation on a very, very important point. And I kind of started this conversation an hour ago that you have the choice, for instance, in a situation where my car is broken down, but I still have a car. 
you can look at that situation as either I'm thankful for what I have or you can be a victim. Mm-hmm. You can look at life as what's being done for me rather than what's being done to me. And gratitude is that single element that can transform the way that we look at every single person, situation, thing in our life as we can either be unhappy about where it's not or we can be thankful for where it is. And this is my challenge to you as our listeners, as our viewers, wherever you're consuming the show right now. On Alexa, or I should say the Echo, because you can get it. You can get us on the Echo now. Is it has to be a habit that you form. Keep a gratitude journal. Say your prayers first thing in the morning. We heard on our previous show. Look at your goals twice a day. One of your goals should be: I want to thank as many people in my life for what they're doing for me. And if we don't keep that upfront, visible readily available to our mind, we are probably not going to have as much gratitude as not only we should, but I think we all desire to have that gratitude. So create the habit of gratitude. One of the things that I'm going to exercise this morning as my effort of gratitude is thanking everyone for supporting our show. We're a young show, but we're a powerful and mighty show. (laughs) Um, any, anybody that takes their time to listen to us on, on iTunes or Google Play, Spreaker, 97.7 FM, wherever you're consuming the show, thank you so much for being here. We are so grateful for your presence. And the best gift that you can give us is sharing the show with other people because we feel like – we truly feel like that if, if people do the things that we suggest and that our callers suggest you do – that you will change this world. We want to thank you for being a part of the Great People Show and go out and just thank one extra person for being an amazing part of your life. You're listening to The Great People Show. You ready for the tune down? Whoever you are, wherever you are in life, just know that you are on your way to greatness.